Hi dear, welcome to Pennywise. Pennywise is the home for the curious minds who are looking for life's secret from the word of God. And today I'm sharing with you a secret. God revealed this one to me and he wanted me to tell you. He was like, Omi, you have to tell my people how to really enjoy my blessings by being sons of God. What does it mean to be a child of God? We're going to discuss it today. Before I start talking, we need to pray and welcome the Holy Spirit to come and lead us and just open our minds that we may understand the word. Lord, we worship you today. We give you all glory. We exalt your precious name. We magnify your name for your, for your help and for even the opportunity to meet today and to learn your word. As we read into your word, O oh God, we ask for understanding. Enlighten our mind. Open the eyes of our understanding. Help us to see the wonders, the truth, the efficacy, the meaning, the spirit in the word that we're going to read today in jesus name i pray amen today we're reading galatians chapter 4 and i promise you your life is about to be changed forever because until you are a son of god a child of god you really cannot benefit from the fullness and the richness of god and all that he has for you if you haven't been seeing the, the the impact of being a child of god or being a christian really in your life it's all about to change today so let's delve into it so verse one says now what i mean when i talk about children and their guidance is that as long as the heir is a child he does not differ at all from a slave even though he is the future owner and master of all the estates as long as the heir is a child he does not differ from a slave even though future is supposed to like take charge of everything but if you are still a child eh, and you're not mature so verse 2 now says but he is under the authority of guidance and household administrators or managers until the date set by his father when he is of legal age this is amplified bible in case you're wondering so also we whether jews or gentiles when we were children spiritually immature were kept like slaves under the elementary man-made religious and philosophical teachings of the world now what is this telling us here if the heir is the child he's nothing more than a slave he's just likened to a slave until he grows up to or until the set date that his father has put for him to now inherit that's the future date really for him to inherit the estate Apostle Paul is now saying the only way to grow in our kingdom is to be spiritually mature. Let's take back verse 3. So also we, when we were children, spiritually immature. That means Apostle Paul is saying is somebody who is spiritually immature, somebody who does not have the Holy Spirit in him, somebody who does not know the workings of the Spirit of God in him, is a child simple and if you're a child you're just like a servant why should a child of somebody live like a servant when you are a child of the person why information because he says we were kept like slaves under the elementary that's man-made religion and religious and philosophical teachings of the world because really if you check some doctrines and teachings that some churches give their people you know their congregations and you read the bible you would see that there's a lot of sections of the bible that churches don't hammer on and immediately jesus died he said stay here i will send you the spirit of truth the spirit is going to holy spirit is going to come to you and when it comes to you he will teach you all things him in you he will make you do greater things than i did and from acts romans fem corinthians galatians is talking 
so powerfully about the Holy Spirit, the role of the Holy Spirit, his importance. Now, telling us that the Holy Spirit is what differentiates an immature Christian or a child and a full son of God. So when some pastors or some churches really, or some pastors do not teach their congregation about the Holy Spirit, I just wonder like, and they've been pastoring for a while are they not reading the same bible that we have for us to read that's what apostle paul is saying we were immature and we were children because we were limited or we were kept like slaves under the elementary man-made religious and philosophical teachings of the world verse 4 now says but when in god's plan the proper time had fully come god sent his son born of a woman born under the um, regulations of the law so that he might redeem and liberate those who were under the law that we who believe might be adopted as sons of god now when jesus came jesus came to liberate that's why it's important that every child of god if you call yourself a believer in god you have to read the books of matthew mark luke and john you have to read the whole new testament but start from matthew mark luke and john because you see the the, the authority that adam gave the devil in genesis god jesus came to give us back in matthew mark luke and john there are four books that give a detailed account of jesus's life while he was on earth so why are you not reading it to even see, okay, where do I stand? Because Apostle Paul is telling us today that Jesus came to help us to be sons. He came for anybody who is under the law, under, ah, no, my family, this is the cost that is happening here. Oh, no, my Nigeria, things are, li anybody who is limited in that reasoning, Jesus has come to liberate you. So you have to pick up your Bible to read to see what he said exactly. But let's keep going. Verse 6 says, and because you really are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So it is, it is the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in you really is Jesus in you, is God in you, right? Now, because he knows that you are his son, you love him, you're hungry for him, all that. He has sent the spirit of his son, the Holy Spirit, to cry out, Abba, Father. I cannot go and call somebody who is not my dad, daddy, you know? I mean, in, in, in Nigeria, respectfully, we do that, but I cannot expect the man who I just called daddy, who doesn't know me from anywhere, I don't know him from anywhere, to treat me like his child and give me his inheritance and his blessings and his covering. Not really. In fact, no, right? That's why Apostle Paul is telling us right now that for you to come into the fullness of being a child of God, the Holy Spirit has to come inside of you. The Bible says he's at the door of your heart, he's knocking, waiting for you to open open the door for him once you open the door for him he's going to step in and when he steps in it is the spirit of god inside of you that will cry out abba father hmm? so you cannot cry out abba father if you really do not have the spirit of god i think the past four messages we have talked about on this channel we have talked extensively about the holy spirit and you know what i realized there's somebody that god needs to hear this and that's why god has just been revealing it to me to reveal it to you that you need to understand that it's not semantics. It's not magic. For you to move and break out. They say that if you are a child, even if you are the heir of a whole estate and you are a child, you will act like the servant. How can you grow now to be the, the son? It's by having the spirit of God in you. It's by being spiritually mature. 
That's what God has come to tell you how to, because he's tired of seeing you suffer like a servant when you're supposed to be a son. The blessing is just hanging, waiting for you to own up and stand and take it. But you can't take it without the Holy Spirit being in you. Because it's the Holy Spirit that's in you that we now cry out, Abba, Father. That's the seal. That's the Holy Spirit in us is the guarantee of God in us. Verse 7 says, Therefore, you are no longer a slave, born uh, servant, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir, an heir rather, through the gracious act of God, through Jesus. But at that time, when you did not know the true God and were unacquainted with him, you Gentiles were slaves to those pagan things which by their very nature were not and could not be gods at all. Now, however, since you have come to know the true God through personal experience or rather to be known by God, how is it that you are turning back again to the weak and worthless elemental principles of religions and philosophies to which you want to be enslaved all over again now let me give you a backstory to this here paul is writing to the galatian church because he's in prison right and he was the one that that preached the message of god to the people and told them that you know jesus came to set them free there's no oh you must do that all you need to do is confess jesus as your lord and personal savior and receive the holy spirit and you're free now paul is in prison and the Jews or some sect of Christians, which the Jews really, some Jews, I won't say the Jews, but some Jews have come to the Galatian church and are telling them that for them to really be children of God, they must be baptized. They must be this. They must be that. They, you know, putting the same conditions that Jesus left heaven to come to earth to set them free of. So Paul is not like, so why are you going back there? Likewise, you. There was a day I went to a church. The moment I stepped my feet there, the Holy Spirit began to tell me, you're not supposed to be here. When I sit down on that, it's a, some preaching or someone's preaching and the preaching is not because i know the word and i have the holy spirit in me he's the one who reminds me and interprets the word of god to me right so when i sit down and i begin to hear you preach i and what you're saying is not in alliance to what the bible is i'm not supposed to be there apostle paul is telling them why are you now going back to teachings of people that are conf confusing you when you have been set free i've been set free there's some word that i'm not going to take in some people will say oh i don't like um, going to church why oh these pastors are thieves well i mean you don't have to go to a church that is already dubious if you read online and say oh this man is a if you go there and you have the spirit of god in you because god guides you jealously you are god's child you get me do you think god will want you to go to a church that they will confuse you the spirit of god in you will start to tell you you should not be here so don't go back to things and just be complaining. Search for the truth. Pick up your Bible and read. When you pick up your Bible and read, I promise you the Holy Spirit will tell you the church to go to. When I came into the city of Buja, let me tell you guys, when I came to this city, city yeah, I, I just told God, God, I'm a child. Going to church is not just going to church. I want to worship you. I want to serve you. Take me to where I would go to. I was literally going to different churches until I found a church that I could go to. And in some months, my church in Lagos literally came to Abuja and built a branch and I'm in my church back. Because I know that 
me going to church is me getting fed fed the word of god god does not want to get me confused and contaminated he likes how far i've come spiritually he doesn't want me to start moving back spiritually so it is i'm supposed to be going ahead so he will take me to the right places and you know he will teach me the right thing right 10 says for example you observe particular days and months and seasons and years i fear for you that perhaps i have labored to the point of exhaustion over you in vain Believers, I beg you, become as I am, free from the bondage of Jewish ritualism and ordinances. You know, there are some places that you go to and maybe before you get prayed for, before the, the, the pastor comes to see you, before you can be allowed to see the pastor, you have to pay a certain amount of money. You know, take this for example. In the Bible, there was no place, there was nobody that had to pay money to see Jesus or to be prayed for by Jesus. So if it never happened in the Bible, why are you now allowing yourself to be paying money? Some people say, oh, we'll have to flog you. or oh, on candle, let's flog you. Check the Bible. Was there any place that Jesus wanted to kill anybody and he flogged them? Was there any place? If there was no place like that, why are you putting yourself under bondage? Going to go and say, let them flog you. So, like, really, really, because Jesus came to teach, show you what it means to be a son of God. He is the first son of God. So he came to show you, this is, look at my life. This is how we're supposed to believe in. He said, greater things than, than Jesus did is what you are supposed to do. So don't allow yourself to be put back to places that they are just confusing you. You are a child right now. Why? Because you are, you are relying on what your pastor is telling you. For you to be a son, a, a full-grown son of God, pick up your Bible and read. I promise you, from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, start from there. Look at what your fellow son, your brother, Jesus, did. The Bible says we are joined here with Jesus Christ. Hey, look at what he did. And how can we learn from it? What, what can we learn from Jesus' life? How can we live the life? How, because we're supposed to be free. Let me tell you something here. Eh? When I read this um, part of the Bible, I, I just said, mm, I won't be discussing it because everybody should already know this. And God just kept on dragging me back. The more I kept on reading and moving on, the more God would say, you cannot assume that everybody knows this thing. Only you have to teach them. He's your father. And he knows that there are people who are giving wrong you know, teachings and doctrines for their own selfish gains. He doesn't want you to be under bondage. He sent, you know what it is? God sent Jesus to come and die for us. Jesus bled. His blood was shed for the redemption of your soul. So whatever confidence that has happened, well, the blood of Jesus is the right price to set you free from the confidence. Remember, verse 1 says, if the heir is a child, he's like a slave. He doesn't want you to be a slave anymore. If all you know about the Bible is literally all your pastor is teaching you on Sunday, you are like a slave. You are. Because if you wake up, if, if you have a bad dream now, and you wake up from the bad dream, and the bad was so scary, it looks like, oh my God, it's over. What will you pray with? What will you say? When you get up to pray, what will you say? You don't have the what you will you be remembering or you go and pick up your phone and play a you need to look for a prayer that was prayed you know this is the group prayer no that's the time that the holy spirit in you is supposed to stir you up and tell you the prayer points to pray i had a dream recently i said i had a really scary dream when i took what they were, they were they were forcing me to take this thing and when i took it i just heard in my spirit why do you take this thing now this thing can pollute what you have inside of you 
wake up and drink the blood of Jesus. And let me tell you how, how, how the Holy Spirit works in man, which is why you have to have the Holy Spirit in you. Just some days back, I just had to feel the urge to buy blood of Jesus and like black currant here yeah, that are anointed. So I started to feel the urge. Ah, I need to have blood of Jesus in my house. I just had to feel the urge. I told my husband, ah, let's buy blood of Jesus. Let's buy, let's buy. He said, okay, we'll buy. One day, we, we actually went to go and buy something else. I was just looking for blood of Jesus. I bought one black currant drink. You know, I was looking for um, the body. You know how they make the body. Some stores sell it, but I couldn't find it in Abuja. But at least I bought the blood of Jesus. Little did I know that something was going to happen and I would need, I'm even having goosebumps telling you about it. Something was going to happen that I would need to drink the blood of Jesus. I, you know, I had no idea. But you see, Maybe like three days after I bought the blood, it was just up in my cabinet, yeah? And I had a dream. And they forced me to take something in that day. As in, they were like a lot of them. Take it, take it, take it, take it. I took it. And when I took it, I heard myself say, why do you take this thing? This thing can pollute you, like you and what you have inside of you. Get up and drink the blood. I heard it in my sleep. Get up and drink the blood of Jesus. I got up. When I got up, I was still feeling sleepy. One man was like, oh, one man was like, don't go. And the priest said, oh, me. Get up and drink the blood of Jesus and nullify what the blood of Jesus and nullify what was put inside of you. And I jacked up. I went to the cabinet, took the blood, poured it. At the moment I poured it and I began to pray and confess the blood of Jesus and its efficacy in my life. I began to cleanse myself. The words began to come. That is what God wants to address in your life. There are things that are happening to you right now that you are supposed to take steps on. But it's because you don't know God for yourself. See, it's easier. It, right now, what's raining right now is join prayers, join online prayer. It's good to pray. It's good to pray along with churches and pastors. It's so good. But you know what is even better? It is to have in-depth knowledge of God, one. It is to have the Holy Spirit inside of you, too. So that when you wake up and you have a bad dream, you're not putting on your phone to look for prayers. To, no. You have, the Holy Spirit is giving. I say I prayed. I prayed that night. I slept back. The next morning, when my husband woke up, I told him the dream. When he went to work, I now, as in, I say, eh, I sent it because I know who I am. And I told the enemy, eh, you have failed because you touched the child of God. Haven't you heard that before the thief will come to the strong man's house, he must first bind the strong man. God Almighty is the strong man of my house. So the battle is not between me and you. The battle is between you and God. Today I send forth angels of God to go and trouble you because I know the word. You, you get me? Like You have to know the word. That is what God has sent me to tell you today i would still go back to verse one if the the hair of a of a throne of an estate remains a child the heir is like the servant the only way to become a full son of god is to have spiritual maturity how do you get it you ask god for the holy spirit and you pick up your bible and read if you've been watching my episode so far you know that this particular message has been coming and coming and coming maybe because we're in the we're in the evil days the days right now is evil it's dark the things happening right now are outrageous people are suffering the devil is playing all kinds of semantics to catch people he's preying on people's weaknesses he's preying on people's ignorance that's why god is like oh me you're going to talk about the bible then my people need to know their rights they don't know what they have so that's why any small thing can shake them nothing should be able to shake you 
Why? Because you are a child of God. The one that has all the power of the, on the earth has given you the authority to get up and decree. But you don't know because you, all you know is what the pastor has preached. It's gotten to a point where some people don't even go to church anymore. They will say, no, no, no. God understands. It's me and God. If I pray in my house, the word, oh, I, 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 I don't doubt that. Me like this, damn, Jane, Pennywise with you. I go to church every Sunday. I listen to preachings. Like, I listen to Benny Hinn's preachings. I listen to it every day. I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. I still do my work. Oh. That's why nothing can shake. Like, where does he want to come from and shake me? I mean, all I know is, Daddy, I've come. Look at what is happening in my life. The Holy Spirit begins to tell me what to say. God is tired of you living like a servant when you are his son, when you are his daughter. He's tired of, of, of watching you suffer what you're not supposed to suffer. He's asking you today to receive the Holy Spirit. He's asking you today to find time for him. Maybe that's why he sent me to come and tell you today. Find time for God. Pick up your Bible and read. It's not hard. God, help me understand the word as I open this Bible in the name of Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, come inside of me and give me understanding of the word. As I read in the name of Jesus, amen. Open it, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. Start to read. Don't rush, don't run. If you if it's from verse 1 to verse 6, that you can stop, no problem. Tomorrow, continue again. If you can do for two the whole uh, chapter 1, let's go. In fact, if you pray this prayer, you will see that you'll be able to do. You'll be amazed at the knowledge that you're going to pick up. Find a good version. RSV is good. This Amplified is beautiful. Find a good version of the Bible and read. Look around you. One of the days that easy Christian, my mother can pray for me. It's no longer like, well, I'm mature now. But you're still acting like you're five years. Spiritually, that's how you're acting. Get up. Get up and take charge of your life. Get up and open your Bible and read. Get up and use the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is prompting you to do something. Do it. Today I was reading my Bible in the morning. And I was talking. I was talking like I was talking. Uh, I was recording Pennywise. I was literally having a whole. Like at some point I would be like. Oh me. Relax now. You can keep this thing. When you are recording Pennywise. You will, now you will talk. Oh, my spirit was like. Oh me. Just talk. To the point where. I talked to the point where. I started to see prayer points in the, in the Bible. And I began to pray. And I as in. When I began to pray and. I started to see spiritually. I understood this was why the Holy Spirit was keeping me and making me read. And you know, everything is intentional, but you don't know because you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. That's what God said. I should come and tell you today. Don't be a servant. Don't be a child. Wake up. Stand up and take your position as a child of God and watch the amazing thing that will happen. Like watch your life begin to turn around for good. You've circled around that mountain for too long. You've thought about that thing for too long. You've been in depression for too long. You've seen only today for too long. Look up to God and say, God, today I look up to you. I take my eyes off my problem and I look up to you. If you are really a savior, come and save me. The Bible calls you a helper. Come and help me. The Bible calls you a provider. Come and provide for me. It looks like things are too hard for me. From where I'm I don't even know what to do. Don't come and, you know, look up to God. Stop looking at your problem. You've, you, you're okay. It's really bad. Yeah. Now look up to God. 
That's what God wants me to tell you today. Let's pray. God, I worship you because you are almighty. Thank you because you will shed your word today. And I ask that if there's anybody who is watching right now who still doesn't have the Holy Spirit in him or her, let there be an entrance today of the Holy Spirit. I open our hearts today. And we may receive the inflow of the Holy Spirit into our lives in the name of Jesus. Have your way in our spirit and soul and body. Have your way in our minds with Jesus. Move and rule that only you will be glorified. Sweet Holy Spirit, have your way. And give us the hunger to read your word. Burn in us the hunger to read the Bible. Help us to grow spiritually. Help us to be spiritually mature. Help us to, you know, come into the full fledge and full meaning of what it is to be a child of God. In fact, a son of God and a daughter of God in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. That's it for today. Don't forget, if you have any question for me, please talk to me in the comment section. Or if you have a private um, question that you want me to answer for you, really, it's God that will answer, really. But, you know, send, send me a mail. It's pennywise1 at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. God really wants to answer your prayer and set you free. In fact, from today, you're free. But don't be just a hearer of the word. Please be a doer of the word. And watch your life change tremendously for good. God loves you. And I love you too. Bye-bye.